You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Al and Jerry are here with more sports news and other stories that they couldn't get to during the morning show. Here we go! It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. All right, what do you say we do this one more time? Well, maybe a bunch more, but at least one more time for today. It's the podcast. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. Um, let's see. Where do I want to begin? So yesterday we started our 100 push-up challenge. Yes, we did. Where we decided that you and I were going to work out uh, and do the program that's online. We have no affiliation with them. We just wanted to do it ourselves. Correct. Where you get into a training program and you uh, try, you get to the point where you can drop down and do 100 push-ups in a row, which seems very difficult. I think it seems extraordinarily difficult, and I've told you many times, I just don't see myself getting to 100 straight push-ups, but you keep telling me, go through the program, and we're going to get this done. Now, I uh, did 34 push-ups for my first uh, time. Yep. Uh, What did you end up doing? 38. 38. Okay, so then I went on that website again to okay. see to see now where do I begin the How program? How do we start the pro hoop? A lot of people were interested in. Yes. Also. Uh so it's 100 it's just 100pushups.com. Not You got to spell out 100, not yeah. 100. Zero, zero. Exactly, H-ray. Jerry. Uh you have to spell out 100. 100 pushups. So then I went on the the website today and I went I did 34 pushups. What's my next move? They said, well, then you start at, you and I would be starting at week three. Okay. Because we can already do 30-something push-ups. Right. So week three, day one, Jerry, begins this way. Based on what you and I did push-up-wise yesterday, we have five sets of push-ups to do today. Okay. And they and to be clear, you do a set, take a 60-second break, second set, right? That's how yes. we do it? So it's an easy, as far as time-wise goes, it's a quick workout. Right. We only have five sets of push-ups. You set a 14, set of 18, set of 14, set of 14, then a set of 20. Oof. You have to do at least 20 and then keep going until you're done, until you collapse, as they say, Jerry. So That's I not look, easy. I look forward to doing that this afternoon. Oh, you're going to start immediately because the program says to take a rest day. I'm going to start today. because You're going to go right into it. Because I don't feel sore from my... First day of working. Well, that's because you're skin and bones day. right now. That's true, Jerry. I did have uh, one person uh, on Twitter say uh, it's easy for me to do push-ups because I'm not pushing any weight. You're lighter. I, I probably have lighter. 40 pounds on you. Uh, I don't know about that. I do. 
I actually do know about that. Do you weigh more, more than uh, 184? Yes. You do? I told you. I'm right. my heaviest right now that I've been in about six years. Okay. Well, I'm this, at 188 right now. Well, this program is going to get you rocking, Jerry. We'll so I'm see. looking forward to that. All right. So if anybody wants to follow along, I, sh- I shot a short video yesterday that I put up on my Twitter. And then I got a very brief video of you doing push-ups. It was which, just the 38. Which I'm going to uh, incorporate into my next video that I do. Okay. So every time we do, so you want me to send the video every time we do this, right? Not every day, though. I think well, I'd, uh, like, I'd like I'd like the publicity. Now the video I got <laughs> yesterday from you that your son uh, took it was yes. only like two seconds. Oh, then don't use that. It oh. should have been the entire 38. Yeah. No, I got to two push-ups and then it cut off. Oh no! Don't use that. Okay. Then. I have. You got to show me how to. I can give it to you because I have it on my phone. Okay. Fair enough. That's stupid. I didn't realize that. I don't want to overflow the people, Jerry, with videos every day. I am a videographer now. No, as you're you, not. You're as a you radio producer. See. Although I do like a boring production. That's funny. <laughs> That's right. It's a boring production, Jerry. What else? We covered that we got pulled over on the way uh, coming to work today. We did that on the show. Yeah. Uh, we got pulled over. You had a headlight out, and um, the officers believed you kind of didn't fully stop to make a right on red. Yeah. You know, the problem is I legitimately don't know that I can get that fixed today. Yeah. I'll drive in tomorrow, Jerry. We'll drive my, my car is two headlights. <laughs> and the four tires. Your Kumo tires work. You know what's funny? Uh, Gina's headlight was just out uh, maybe two, three weeks ago. We got pulled over for that. Oh, really? Yeah. It's an easy fix, and I know it is. I just don't have the time to get to the store to get the bulb and then to do it. Oh, you're going to do it yourself? Yeah. All right. Is that something you go to a mechanic for? Why don't you bring it over at 3 a.m.? We'll change it in the, where I live, the parking lot. I'll <laughs> hold the flashlight. We'll pop the hood, pull the thing out. Uh, no. I would need a mechanic 1,000% for to that. To change a bulb? When I even know where to begin to pop the <laughs> lid of the... The oh, lid? You mean the hood? The Well, don't you have to pop the lid of the, the cap of the light cap? <laughs> no, the, you don't. The plastic thing? No. How do you get to the light? You open the hood, you're going through the back part of the light. Are they small bulbs these yes, days? Remember they, they used to be back in the day, you had to replace the entire... No, you just change the little bulb. Like, remember what the headlights looked like on a, uh, a VW Bug? Yes, just those the big, big round, yeah, absolutely. That's what I had in my Chevy Monza. Yeah, no, that was a long time ago. Now it's a little These bulb. are bulbs. Yes. All right. Correct. Now I At know... At least in my last three cars. Maybe not in this one. But my last three... I've changed light bulbs, and they're always the little bulb. Now I know my bulb's going to go out just because all this bulb talk. A lot of bulb talk. A lot of bulb talk, Jerry. Bulbing and barbing. Uh, are you concerned? I know we're not I'm really. I'm not really. I'm not. We're not really that concerned with the flu. Boomer oh, I is. Am. You are. Yeah. And I wasn't until I read this article. I forgot we're flying on Sunday to go to Minnesota. I've, on, I've been on nine flights in the last three oh. weeks. I'm not worried about one flight to Minnesota. Hmm. There were some tips that I have in this article, Jerry, about uh, how to avoid catching the flu while you're flying Drive on an to airplane. <laughs> that would help be helpful. This article says, number one, choose a window seat, that cool. there are less people walking past you, breathing on you. I mean, all right, whatever. You're still in a flying tube. How about this one? I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm bringing wipes with me, and I'm going to wipe down the tray and the armrests. Okay. 
and the person next to me. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Sir, turn around. Give me your face. Let me just wipe what your face. What are you doing? And your fingers, sir. That's We're funny. on a flight here. You know, I'm concerned from the standpoint of my kids are in school. Kids are sick. I don't need to have them bring it home. Right. Uh, I've got an eight-year-old baseball team that's already started practicing indoors once a week. And I had a couple of kids mispractice Monday because they're sick with it. Another kid came, but the rest of his family has it, so we feel like he's carrying it. In. I mean, yeah, I'm concerned about it. That he's carrying the disease, it's, well, the flu. The flu bug. The flu bug. A little bit. Let me see if uh, you think this is complete desperation. A freshman at Missouri State University was on one of those uh, Tinder-type apps where he was uh, swiping. Yep. You know, if you swipe I one... I don't know, actually. Well, if you swipe one way, it means you want to connect with the person. And if you swipe another way, it eliminates them. You really know this, huh? Uh, just for more... <laughs> actually, I've ne- I swear I've never used a Tinder. Even when I was uh, not in a relationship, Jerry. Um, I wonder if I I would. felt that was like a, a much younger person's game. But if you found someone that was in your age group... Here's like, what I'm finding. Yeah. 80-year-olds are on Facebook. I think and Tinder. Once it hits, it hits, and people oh, find it and figure it out. Like if I went home today, my wife broke up with me. She said, "It's enough, Jerry. Get out. Get out, or whatever. However, mm-hmm. it happened. I don't know. Six months from now, I'm all by myself. Huh? You not go. Sure. You go. I would think you'd go Match.com. No, I would. That not. seems for all older people. I would not. You would not. No. Online dating. No. Yeah. Really. No. Online well, other stuff, you well, never know. Well, what is this Tinder? That's the same thing. I thought on, I thought Tinder's about let's meet, do it, and leave. I, I don't think so. I think some people are on there for that, and I think no. other people are on there looking for I love. I don't see myself online doing that. I just don't. Online dating? No. What I about don't. a personal in the newspapers? What is this, 1983? <laughs> no. Talking about finding older people, Jerry. I don't think I would do that either. Okay. I don't think so. I think I just kind of live my life and play golf. And if it happens, it happens. Uh... Yeah. Would you approach? But I wouldn't be looking. Would you approach women at the supermarket? I don't know. Hmm. Who knows? Supermarket. I could see you like going overboard with working out. I could see that too. And uh, if I didn't have my kids around, yeah, for certain days of the week, because of the way the the things settle, Mm -hmm. I would say yes. I would think that would be very possible. Right. Yes, be a you, lot of exercise, a lot of golf. I could see you going overboard with the exercise, and then um, uh, dating a an older woman who's really into fitness. An older woman, that I'm not so sure about. Although it's fine, I don't know where you're going with that because you're killing yourself off mic right now. I don't know who you think I'd be dating. I just picture like a little older, but really into fitness. But really fit. Yeah. I don't know about older. Okay. I'm not sure about that part. Okay. Fair enough. Only because, like, I'd want to die first. Yes. So it has nothing to do with, you know, any of the other stuff that you might be thinking. It's more if you're going to get involved, I want to be the one that goes first. No, why don't you, how about this then? Um, if you date someone older, uh, as you get older, start smoking, then you'll, you'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> Before them. <laughs> no, no, no. Then you lose the life insurance. Oh, right. Cannot do that. I would say someone in there. How about, so I'm 43. How about okay. someone in their mid to upper 30s? Mid to upper 30s. Fair enough. That's fair. Mm-hmm. 
That's not 22 or 23. Right. That's embarrassing. 37. Okay, 37. Good number. Yes. Six-year difference. Right. Really into fitness. Okay. Hi, Kim. You're not listening, are you? <laughs> <laughs> I will not put this in the description. Oh, shut up. No, I said I will not put it oh, in the okay, description. Good. Yeah, please don't. Um, so this fella, Jerry, a freshman at Missouri State, he was on the Tinder, and he swiped the wrong way okay. on a girl named Claudia that he... He liked her, but but went the wrong way, thus eliminating her from his app. Oh. So he emailed every Claudia on campus trying to find the one. Yeah, that's desperate. He ditched. That is desperate. That looks So you desperate. can't get it back then? I guess not. How can you not undo it? I'm not sure. That's interesting. He meant to swipe right on her profile yeah, that he wanted he... to meet. Instead, he swiped the left, rejecting her. I would say that's desperate. Now, do you see the rejection? Uh, I don't think so. No, you only see the connection. So you don't get an email? No. Good morning, Al. You've been rejected by 417 women today. Have a nice day. <laughs> this one disgusting person liked you, though, so... Right, exactly. All he knew was that Would her... Would you like to meet her at the all-you-can-eat buffet? Yeah, she's interested. <laughs> All he knew is her first name is Claudia, and she was a student at Missouri State. You wouldn't think there'd be that many Claudias. Right, there were 22 of them. Hmm. So he... How do you get the email address? Emailed all of them. Of all I the guess Claudias. he figured out the name. All you need is first and last name, and then I'm sure like it might be jerry.reco at missourystate.edu. Oh, these kids have college email addresses? Yeah, college email really? addresses. Really? I didn't know that. Uh, Claudia Alley got the email. She knew it was about her because it referenced a joke in her bio on the app. She's agreed to go out. And get a donut with this gentleman. Oh, they're not going to go to a Brooklyn Nets game and then maybe hang out in December and nope. then go to the Super Bowl? Nope. So she can go get a donut. Donut date. A cup of coffee. They call it a donut date. A donut date. All right. A Florida man in Clearwater, Jerry. Always Florida. Who's been accused of stealing exotic fish from a pet store and stuffing them down his pants. Don't people have hobbies other than stuffing fish down their pants. The fish cost between eighteen and twenty dollars each. Don't they die in his pants? Uh, you would think not being in the water. I would think so. At the electric blue, it says Dixon distracted the store clerk while Garcia stole electric blue arcaras and blue ram. Sichlids. <laughs> Once again, these I'll are exotic. These story before these are exotic. So exotic fish, Jerry. Right. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. So this was a tag team duo. A tag team duo. A boyfriend you girlfriend. You distract. Yeah. And then shove the fish down your pants. Yep. Okay. Uh, the person at the fish store saw the tag on the car and turned it over to detectives. He was arrested, charged <laughs> with petit theft. What did you Has do? <laughs> been released from jail. I'm in here because fish in my pants. I stole some exotic fish and put them in my pants. <laughs> Talk about a <laughs> little swimmer by your balls. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, another Florida story, Jerry. Oh, of course. St. Petersburg. During an argument with his girlfriend, uh, Juwan Brown, 23 years old, Allegedly threw a piece of fried chicken at her, striking her in the face with the with the chicken, and getting arrested for domestic battery. 
live-in girlfriend in St. Petersburg, Florida. This fellow is 6'2", 220 pounds. Stepped on the woman's foot and threw a piece of chicken, striking her on the left side of her face and her glasses. This according to the criminal complaint. I don't know what to do with that. Yeah. It's not It's not a pretty picture. I think, Jen. sadly, this happens in a lot of places. Yes. Not specifically chicken being thrown in their face. But right, but just domestic these violence. These issues are just... Uh, he is, it's never going to end. It'll. It's just awful. He is free on five thousand dollars bond. What does that mean? Like, does this guy have to come up with five grand? Mm-hmm. And if you don't getting... have it, you go to a bailsman, a bells bond. You know, a, a bondsman. He's twenty-three. You ever, see, you ever go on? You ever travel on Route Nine at all? Um, probably not. But there was a, when I worked in Florida. My way to the radio station. Yeah, I passed so many bail, bail bonds. bonds. Yeah. I'm like, what is? I don't even. I legitimately don't even know what that is. They essentially, the way I understand it, is yeah. they loan you the money, and then you got to pay them back. Now, if you get off, I believe they get their money back because you posted bond for something you were not convicted of. Okay, so but I don't if you owe go them to anything. Jail, I think they you owe them the money somehow. It's basically the way I understand it is that is a I need money quick. They're going to give you that money with a high interest rate. Going to get you out of jail, and you got to get it back to them. Yes, they're not giving it to you. Yeah. Can you imagine owing bail bondsman money? That's probably not good. Uh, that's probably not good at all. Yeah. You know it's a big business? Check cashing. Yes, still. Which is amazing to me mm-hmm. that there are that many people that don't have checking accounts. Right. So that's, yeah, that's another one. So if your paycheck, I think, like, if your paycheck's 500 bucks, you go to a, a check cashing place, you no, know, for a $25 fee or whatever, whatever the percentage, right. they'll give you the cash. Were you? Did you do that for people at the liquor store where you worked? We d- yeah, we did it for a group of guys that worked in a factory about a mile away. This is where I've, I've told you this story before. Maybe it was on the podcast, maybe not. You felt really bad for a lot of these guys because there were a handful of them that ha- that had their paychecks garnished by the government for child support. Right. And so you'd have these, they really, you know, I don't know how they were in their lives, but in terms of dealing with them on a three, four-day-a-week basis— they were good guys. They were joking. They were fun. Hey, what's up, so-and-so? That was the end of the relationship. But then they'd come up on, you know, payday, and they'd get the pint of Majorska and whatever, a couple of scratch-offs, and then they'd cash their check, and their check would be, you know, the gross would be $800, and they're cashing a check for 184 And then you see half the check is going to the ex-wife, and it's like I, one of the guys I worked with got to talking with one of them. I was like... How do you live on this? Right. Because I'm 45 and, you know, had to, unfortunately, because of the divorce, go back and live with my parents. Really just brutal stuff. Yeah. In uh, high school or college, maybe, my friend Steve worked at a uh, at a liquor store as well. Yeah. They cashed checks, too. He said, and guys would come in, they'd get that big fee from having to cash their check, not at a bank, right? And then he said they would buy liquor with it and then buy a bunch of lottery tickets. Yeah. And before you know it, it's gone. Right. Now, we never charged a fee. My boss, who owned the place, always thought it was good business doing that as a service for them. Oh, maybe they didn't either. So, but I could see some that would. Yeah. You know? But, yeah, that's how we did it. Hmm. That's not good, Jerry. No, sad. And let me leave you with this on this uh, Wednesday. So Wednesday. Today is Wednesday. A man known for impersonating David Lee Roth, not professionally, he did this in life. He tried to scam people by pretending to be David Lee Roth. Okay. Has been arrested on charges of having 
um, relations with an underage woman. Yeesh. This fake David Lee Roth, this is his real name, Jerry. Are you ready? David Kuntz Angel. How do you spell the middle name? K-U-N-T-Z. Kuntz. David Kuntz Angel. How would you pronounce it? David Kuntz Angel. 12 counts stretching back to 2006. He does kind of look like David Lee Roth. Does he? Yeah. He's done this in British Columbia. Oh. And here. <laughs> and and here. here. in uh, Well, he did it in Canada. The, the thing was, though, David Lee Roth happened to be performing in New York City at the time of this, so they know it wasn't David Lee Roth. Wow. And did he have, like, ID... Or did he just say that's who he was? He just, he was a, evidently a very smooth talker and could talk people into. He had a, quote, mesmerizing personality. Wow. And well, he believed himself he was David Lee Roth. Oh, one of those? Yeah, one of those guys. God. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever. So. Is this Perez Hilton on the Wendy show? Let me see, Jerry. That is not Perez Hilton. It's not. Perez Hilton is um, not in as good a shape or cleaned up as that young man oh, right well, there. Okay, would have thought he got cleaned up to go on the Wendy Show. No, that's what Alan and I watch when we're not a big doing the podcast. Not a big cleanup guy. I lost a lot of respect for Wendy Williams uh, when I watched the Thirty for Thirty uh, documentary series on O.J. Simpson. I remember you telling me about that, and uh, he was a guest on her radio show. Yeah. And she was fawning all over this guy, wanted a date with OJ. It was embarrassing. Yeah, well. And in fact, Jerry, I rarely tweet a known person or celebrity on Twitter. I tweeted to her and I said, you embarrassed yourself in that OJ thing. Did you really? And you should be ashamed of yourself. She responded. No response. Right. Okay. Well, at least you got your point across. That's right, Jerry. You have since been muted or blocked. Right. And the authorities called on me. And I would also like, since we just wrap up the show stuff. Yes. Uh, we'll just end on this because I told you walking in here, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't mention it on the show. I went to bed last night with a wonderful tweet from a listener uh, that called me a human piece of garbage. Okay. Um, a, an emotionless, I forget what the words were, right. but he was very unhappy with yesterday's show with the whole therapy thing with oh. Greg. He did not, he started it out. So one guy was killing me, mm-hmm. and I wrote back to him, listen, it was all good. We're doing a radio show. We were having some fun with Greg. That was it. And the other guy wrote back, I get it. It just didn't come across well. Okay, fair. All good. I got it. That's great. So this guy responded to that little thread that wrote back, uh, hey, dumbass, and then my name, it's not all good, and then went on to say, you're an emotionless piece of bleep, and then called me human trash or something like that. Okay. A piece of human garbage. Piece of human garbage. Yes. Uh, To which I said, okay. I wrote back to him. You have yourself a good night, sir. That was it. And then it was. It came back to me that he had already deleted that. Tweet. Oh, thought sec- He thought so, uh, second thoughts about it. I guess me being a piece of bleep and human garbage. Right. He thought better of it after he had sent. Okay. So well, a little credit then. I'm good with emotionless. That. That's okay. Yeah, that's fine. The other stuff was mean. Right. And you were just trying to get to sleep. Yeah. I saw that. And I did. I did. I just. I did smile before I laid down. That was weird. I like to go to sleep on positive tweets, so I might say, "Hey, um, I'm doing a quick poll. What do you like about me?" Oh Jesus! And Christ. then I'll just read those. I gotta go. And then conk right Have out. A good day, Al. All right, Jerry. The warm-up show is next too. Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show. 
with Alan Jerry. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. Very good Wednesday morning to you. This portion sponsored by Shell, a very long rundown sheet. Good morning, Al Dukes. Oh, hi, Jerry. How are you? Now, you have a lot of topics today. A lot of topics. For the show, you mean, or this part of the I'm thing? not sure where you pull the topics from okay. for what. I just know there are a lot of topics. A lot so of topics. What do you got? Well, one thing that's not going to be in your newspapers when you roll into New York City later today and get off your bus or train and grab a newspaper is this uh, James Betcher. Because this was late last night. Late last night uh, is the new Giants defensive coordinator. You were pretty pumped up about this, the now, Giant fan that you are. Now, who is James Betcher? No idea. But evidently, Jerry, he was doing this job for the Arizona Cardinals. So you do have an idea now. Only because I read the stories and Googled his name. How about I read under his leadership, Yeah, the Cardinals were number one in rush yards allowed, meaning least allowed, over the last three years you per mean game. You mean good? Good, like They're yes. not giving up a lot of rushing Correct. yards? All right, I per like that, game. Jerry. And they created the most fumbles oh. in the last three years. He's a fumble creator. He's a fumbler. James yes. James. Fumble creator, Betcher. There's your new defensive coordinator. He does look kind of like a defensive coordinator, which to me is anyone that looks sort of like Matt Patricia. Or Rob Ryan. Yeah. Little stocky, uh, facial hair. Gruff. Gruff. A guy you would not want to uh, fight in any way. A guy that if you're a running back heading towards the out of bounds and he's there and you hit into him, you will go down. Right. I like that in a in a defensive coordinator. It's a little Jerry. toughness from the Giants. A little good. toughness. Yep. All right. Uh, also, Jerry, in the world of entertainment, uh, the Oscar nominations came out yesterday. Oh, is that true? Now, why would I bring up such a thing on a? No, the Oscars is movies, right? Uh, movies. I don't think I could name you one movie that came out in 2017. A movie that would come out, okay. So you would not be an Oscar voter. I would not be, no. Nor will you be watching probably whenever that airs. I will not be watching. At a later date. Jimmy Clinton and I don't care. I agree Jerry with that. Jerry does not care. Not I big, do not. Plus, they always give nominations to, like, French movies or something <laughs> really serious. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, it's always like, what film is this? And what is this about? And who directed this? Jean-Claude Fonjon. <laughs> I was like, I guess. Uh, no, I did not see Place that. Mm-hmm. There's the director. Place <laughs> Boomer got to na- got to do, do the list of um, best directors yesterday. Ah, uh, Shakun Sogul. Yes. Uh, Shakun Songul. He had a couple films <laughs> available. Anyway, Jerry. Marseille. Mercy. Mercy. Anyway, Jerry, uh, there was a sports-related one yesterday, which to me kind of sounds fugazi, if I may. That uh, was nominated? Yes. Really? Kobe Bryant was nominated for an Oscar. For that little short film he did? Yes. Animated. The category was animated short. Really? For the film. Where did I wrote this down here, Jerry? Uh, it was based on a poem. He wrote for the Players' Tribune. So he writes a poem for the Players' Tribune. Then they animate it. Now he's up for an Oscar? All right, so now this is a category that usually you would not see on TV. Right. If this wins, does does that make the cut? Do they put that on live to get Kobe Bryant up to accept the award? A fugazi. Yeah, total fugazi. Right? Yeah. You could see that. I could see that. I was always surprised the name of this when I, I used to watch the Oscars. Yeah, I didn't you have were... to get up at 2 o'clock in the morning. And I would watch it. And the, right, Billy Crystal had that great open 10 years ago or whatever yeah. it was. So I would always be 
amazed by how many movies get awards because they only have so much time allotted for the live programming. They'll go to break, and then they'll say, also winning awards today, and then the, the, the trail of names and movies will go through. I don't think Kobe Bryant will be in that. I think that, that the short category will be live if he wins. So you, if they know he's winner, he's a winner. Right, because they'll know, right? I suppose. The name of his short film and poem that it was based on is... Cavernous Crack. No. It, it was, was not uh, Cavernous Crack, no. Dear Basketball, which sounds a lot I like... I think he ripped off what you do. Exactly. Dear so, Diary. Sounds like Dear Diary. <laughs> so, I don't know. Dear Basketball. I don't like any of these short... So, he's going to get an Oscar in the same way that whoever wins Best, best Picture gets an Oscar? He gets the same Oscar, same Oscar trophy, Oscar. right? Right. I would think so. Kind of cool, don't you think? Yeah. Jerry, the internet did a good thing, although I'm not sure why the internet had to be called for this situation. Okay. Uh, Texas A&M, that's located in College Station, which I've never been to, but I imagine is tiny. (laughs) I'm sure it is. I'm in New York City. Have you ever been to Texas? Uh, I've been uh, for the the Super Bowl. Oh, that's right. You were in the Dallas Dallas area, right. But Jerry, I'm in New York City, which is an enormous area, very large so I'm sure College Station is tiny. Well, it's largely populated. Tiny by comparison. Texas you know? is actually much bigger. As a state. Right. But for the most part, not a lot going on there. <laughs> Cattle. There actually is a lot going on there. Texas tea, Jerry, <laughs> they call that. That's oil. You should see the area by Arlington now being it, built up like crazy. Is that right? Yes. So build up. A little right. over 100,000 for College Station, by the way. Is According- that a lot? To the internet. So it's okay. not a, you probably thought it was a town of like 8,200 like the Dukes of Hazard. Yes. And said it's over 100,000. All okay, right. Got it. So uh, the Texas A&M quarterback, his name is Nick Starkle. Hey, Starkle. He went to a place called the Hullabaloo Diner. Sounds like a great place. And met a gal there named Lindsay. Yes. Well, I guess he didn't have the guts, Jerry, to uh, tell her he was interested. So he took to his Twitter page. And said, if anyone knows Lindsay, the waitress at the Hullabaloo Diner, could you tell her I'm looking for? Much hubbadoo and much, to me, made about nothing. Yeah. And it didn't take long either. Well, why not go to the Hullabaloo Diner yourself? I have no idea. It's not like, uh, you know, if he was here in the vast New York City area, Jerry, and he said, I ran into a beautiful girl named Lindsay on the subway. Please help me find her. That, I would say, okay, you need the internet. <laughs> you're laughing because you're she, just giving Eddie, Eddie drops and drops and drops. I'm actually starting to think like him now. <laughs> like it was in New York, a missed connection. I was at the Statue of Liberty. Right. Plus, he's a college football quarterback. You would yes. think you walk in, you got some confidence. You know, hey, you can ask her out on a date. Yes, I'm with you. Now, I did see the story, and I checked out her. Twitter page. Oh, I bet you did, so Jerry. It's it. Well, no, no, no. Well, what's interesting is I wanted to see if she reached back out, and I guess she did, but I don't see that. But a lot of her photos come up, and she's with guys in a lot of the photos. So does she have a boyfriend? Really? Is she married? she engaged? If you're in College Station and you have a boyfriend and the quarterback in town is interested in you, those other guys got no shot. So you think she dumps the boyfriend yes. for the quarterback? Yes. Oh, for sure. Hullabaloo. Yeah, from <laughs> from the Hullabaloo Diner. She's like, my ticket out of the Hullabaloo now, you, Diner. Next time you're in Texas, will you seek out the Hullabaloo Diner? If I was in a College Station, yeah, I would go to that. Because have you ever watched the Guy Fieri show? Di- I was a Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives. Yeah, 
And so sometimes I will see a, like a city that I know I'm going to with Rutgers or something, and I'll write it down. Oh, we got to go here. Right. Because it's kind of cool. Yeah. And also, if you are ever one of those, if you have one of those places that's ever been featured yeah. on like a Food Network show, that will sit on their marquee. It should. For years. But why should it? And you, Live off it. There's a bakery in Wall, New Jersey, on I think it's Route 35. I mean, that as featured on, I mean, the sign yes. is decrepit. It's okay. Right. They were featured on it, and they have the footage to prove. There's a place in Matawan. Your place, I think, was featured on it, too. Yeah. A little bakery. I think it's a, it was a, I think it's a vegan bakery shop. Vegan bakery. Is that bakery. possible? Do they have those? Gnocchi or something it's called? S- yes. I, yeah. It might be. Papa Gnocchi. Yes. Yeah. I think that was also featured on one of those shows. Yeah. So if you're ever featured on you that. You live with that. Like, if I'm the Hullabaloo Diner, I'd put up a sign. Home of Lindsay. <laughs> the waitress who. <laughs> Lindsay the would be the next bachelor. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> if things don't work out between her and Nick Starkle. Lindsay from Hullabaloo so, Diner. So, so far, we've been on for about nine minutes, and we've talked about two people in the sports world you've never heard of. The new defensive coordinator of the Giants and the quarterback for Texas A&M. You're assuming I don't know Nick Starkle? You didn't know Betcher. You don't know Starkle. Listen, there's not a Giant fan listening right now who is like, oh, James Betcher. I was hoping we'd grab him. There might be one, he was, but not many. Sounds good. He he's looks, not Jack Del Rio, and he's not Spags. He looks the part. So I'm I'm okay with that one, Jerry. All right, we got to take Plus a break. Plus, you said that thing about being a fumble creator. Fumbler. Exactly right. This portion brought to you by Shell. Get the feeling of being rewarded with gold status at Shell with the Fuel Rewards program. Download the Fuel Rewards app. Join and start saving five cents a gallon today. Short break. We'll come back. we got a couple more topics. And then Boomer and Geo at the top on the fa- It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. All right, welcome back. This portion is brought to you by Walgreens. A couple more minutes before the top. Uh, the Giants late last night agreed to hire former Cardinals defensive coordinator James Betcher. As, of course, Al told you, Warriors beat the Knicks at Golden State 123-112. Kristaps Porzingis, he's an all-star and then didn't play because of a sore knee. Thunder beat the Nets in a really good ball game, 109-108. It was back and forth in the final moments. Russell Westbrook with the game winner late. And uh, the Rangers lost to the Ducks 6-3. Bruins edged the Devils. 3-2 and St. John's lost to Creighton 68-63. This portion is brought to you by Walgreens. Switch your Medicare Part D prescriptions to Walgreens and start saving today with co-pays as low as $0 on select plans with Tier 1 generics. Walgreens, trusted since 1901. Got about a minute and a half. Albie. All right, Jerry. Uh, you know how Mel Kuyper came out and said uh, Josh Allen will be the number yes, one quarterback this story pick. is fantastic. Yeah, so awful announcing, which I love. It's a blog website sort of thing. They always have announcing-related uh, items. And they nothing slip through the cracks. Yeah, nothing slips through the cracks. So I guess eight years ago, uh, Mel Kuyper on television said that I will retire in eight years, 2018, if Jimmy Clausen is not a successful NFL QB. Well, go away. <laughs> and his partner at the time said, well, we'll know in three years. Retire right, right. in, he said, I need eight years. Right. Then I'll know. Here's the thing. The internet never forgets. Yeah, and that's the thing. So, so yeah, so when he picked Josh Allen this year, saying he's going to be the right. number one pick, uh, Ryan Leaf tweeted at him, you picked me over Peyton Manning. Have you ever gone back and actually looked at the draft year by year as to what a waste most – not the kids are great, right? But what a waste these picks turn out to be. Yeah, I do love uh, quarterbacks in particular yeah. or or top, you know, maybe top three picks every year. I go back and look at to see what's going on. I mean, think about the the greatest 
quarterback, if not greatest player of all time, was picked in the 40th round. I mean, it really is amazing that Tom Brady was picked where he was picked, and we put so much value on the the, the first-round draft pick, and I'm going to trade down, and you're going to give me seven. Why? In particular, the quarterback, Sherry. Trust me, linemen, linebackers, look around. Most of them don't make it. Like, what's Jimmy Clausen doing today? Uh, Selling cars. At Clausen Chevrolet.